Welcome to our first Mentality Monster short. Fedra and I are going to talk about two things that have uh, surfaced recently in the landscape of sports here in North America uh, that we think really underscore an important uh, pillar of our philosophy, which is the power of identity. Uh, both Von Miller, who was traded from the Denver Broncos to the Los Angeles Rams this week, um, and Carly Lloyd, who retired from an illustrious career with the U.S. Women's National Team, uh, both uh, had some poignant uh, words and actions uh, on the identity front. Von Miller, I'll give some color as to what, what is happening with Von Miller. So as Kyle mentioned, Von Miller's traded from the Denver Broncos to the Los Angeles Rams. Denver Broncos are a very average team, still can't find a quarterback, uh, not going to be competitive in the long term, probably not going to the playoffs, probably not going to compete for a championship anytime soon. Von Miller is this uh, alpha on their team. The best pass rusher on their team is a yep. difference maker that some would say like single-handedly helped them win the Super Bowl when they played against, I believe it was the Seahawks, the, no, oh, no, they, the, Panthers. the Panthers. They played yeah. against the Panthers when they won a couple of years ago. He, he was interviewed after the trade and he said something that I thought was really interesting he said, I went to bed four and four and I woke up seven and one. And this seems at surface level, like a pretty basic statement. What I took away from this is I went to bed mediocre and I woke up a championship contender. And in that one statement, I think he's completely reoriented his identity around this new team that has much higher aspirations and the ability to achieve those aspirations than his old one. Yeah, he is responding to the new environment that he's in, right? In the, in the NFL, we can, you know, as individuals, control our environment to some degree around, you know, uh, practice habits when we wake up, when we show up to the facility. You know, what they can't do is control the environment of the team they play for and the organization that they're a part of. And so, uh, you know, Vaughn, when he, when he got to Denver, he elevated it. Right. They, they only were high enough to pick him in the draft, um, you know, going back nearly a decade because they were a bad team. And he was able to elevate them to the point where they became a championship contender. Um, you know, in 2015, they won that championship. and They've been on a, a bit of a downturn since. So he was able to aid them in that in that growth. And, you know, the relationship was non-serving for both parties. So. For him to go someplace where he said he wakes up seven and one, he now wakes up with championship habits with in a championship environment, and he's letting everyone know that he's ready to do the things that are necessary um, to help guide that team to a championship because he knows what those things are. And the last thing that he was missing was was really the environment. It, it's a way of saying that the Broncos were the problem without playing the victim, right? Without saying. I was a victim of my circumstances. What he's saying is I'm going to rise to the level that I know how to rise to. This is how I identify. I identify as a seven and one player, a seven and one team, and I'm in a seven and one environment. I'm aware of that. He's signaling that to his teammates because he's also coming from a place that wasn't that. And he wants them to know how rare that is. Spot on that. That's exactly what I was thinking when I heard this quote, he's going into an environment where his, identity can now be manifested and expressed in a more meaningful way, which results in more meaningful results. Second one I wanted to talk about 
is Carly Lloyd. I was blown away by this demonstration that she did the other night. It was her last game for the U.S. Women's National Team. She played about 65 minutes out of the 90 total that a game takes. She did not score any goals. A quiet night for her. Uh, in the stands, I remember this very vividly. In the stands, there were many girl, young girls that and and young boys that had signs that said, "Carly, please, one more World Cup. Please, you know, come back. Don't, don't, don't quit the team now." As she was coming off of the field, she was substituted in that 65th minute. As she was coming off of the field, she did something remarkable in my mind. She took off her Carly Lloyd jersey, and underneath her Carly Lloyd jersey was a was a jersey that had her same number, number ten with the last name Hollins on it, which is her husband's last name. And the reason I was so struck by this is because of a couple of things. She is presenting to the world that she is really done. She has shown the world that she is moving on from being Carly Lloyd, the soccer player, to being Carly Hollins, the family woman. Yeah. And she's making this demonstration in front of 18,000 people. Now, if you know anything about psychology, humans have to we prefer to be consistent with our actions. And anytime we invest anything into a, a specific action or belief, we wanna consistently behave in accordance with that action or belief, even if it's to our own detriment. So to me, when she took off that jersey and she showed the world that she is now Carly Hollins, my immediate reaction to that was she is never coming back. She is not gonna be one of those athletes that yo-yos around retirement and, and says, I'm fun, I'm done, now I'm back, now I'm done again, now I'm back. Uh, basically, she's not gonna be Brett Favre. Yeah, I mean, or even someone like a Michael Jordan who you know really struggled with the transition of the identity from I'm a championship basketball player to post-basketball life, right? Like he needed the game right to to be happy and she was letting everyone know that the game was just a part of her life um you know didn't define her and what you see is that happening really more and more often with athletes so that you know we have this expectation that the game is their life and that's how you know that's what they are and it's who they are and you're starting to see that change quite a bit you know a couple of olympic athletes indicated they were going to be taking a uh, long time off a British swimmer who's dominated in the breaststroke for the last, you know, decade. He hadn't lost internationally. You know, he, he came out after and said, I'm taking a long break. You know, this isn't uh, this isn't what defines me as a, a human being. And he let it define him for long enough. And so I, I believe this topic of, you know, who we are, our identity is becoming more and more center to the conversation around professional athletes. Kobe is another great example. Retires from basketball, becomes an investor. His estate just made $400 million on a $6 million investment in body armor. I think he did pretty good, well for himself. Kobe's a fantastic example. You know, he, he, he knew he was in on the, I would say early days of identity development. Um, the black Mamba, that was his affirmation. That was his identity. And because he knew he was so well practiced in developing that and adopting it and putting it into action, he was able to go into other endeavors relatively seamlessly. I agree. That's the first short. We wanted to bring these topics to light. We thought they were interesting. If you like the podcast, please subscribe, like, add some comments, rate us five stars. Uh, that really helps us grow our following. Thank you all for listening, and we'll see you next time.